Welcome to Our Sleeve Life Podcast, hosted by Kelly and Mel, two lifelong friends who took control of their lives by having gastric sleeve surgery, five years apart. This podcast is for you, our listeners, whether you're pre-op, post-op, maintaining, being a support person, or maybe none of these, but this is your podcast. Now it's time for the show. We're back. What's up? We're yeah. here. We're so Season excited. Two. You don't yes. even know how excited. Yes. It's been too long. And we only went seven weeks. I know, but it feels like forever. It feels like it was like six months. Mm-hmm. So time time is different in the pandemic. <laughs> Everything you feels think? longer. I yeah. think so. <laughs> well, you're stuck in a house. I mean, March felt literally felt like and a year. I was like, is it April yet? But the May has gone by way too quick. I can't believe that next week's mm. the last week. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, you're looking Are you back. looking at the calendar? I am. Oh, right behind I'm like, you. what are you looking at? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I have a calendar. Yeah. I make sure I know what day it is. It's got a castle on you it. You have to. Wait, you you have, have to have a calendar with a castle? No, I, I just like it. <laughs> I think it's pretty. <laughs> oh, so. it's a castle with a bridge. Just so anybody. Yeah, and we're and we're back and we're in my office. That yes, holy moly! Like I can't believe I have one. This is amazing, and it is much better than when we were recording in the basement. Yes, yes. I feel like it's way quieter. It is. I like it. And of course, then something's gonna happen. So I know, knock on wood. And there, my house is old. There's wood everywhere. Got it. So knock anywhere you like. I just. It's, that's what she said. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> nope, we're not doing that. <laughs> but oh. anyways, we are doing, so this episode is, um, it's going to be a little bit of a doozy. Yes. So be prepared. Yes. Because it's about being fat all your life versus not. Yes. So because you were smaller, got bigger mm-hmm. when you got diagnosed, and then now you're smaller again. Yes. And so then, all of the brain craziness that comes along with going back, back and, and forth, forth, back and forth. Yeah. So. And then for me, it's that I was, I've been big my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I made my decision at like 27, turning 28 is when I started. It was like, oh, I need to do something. I can't be this big, but by the time I'm 30, there's, that was my goal. Yep. Was the biggest was. goal. Do not be this big by the time you're 30. So, and you, which I did accomplish. You so did accomplish it. I should take that win and stop being so hard on myself. Yeah. She's extremely hard on herself. We had a conversation today about her being grateful for where she's at and not, I mean, you always want to push mm-hmm. to be better, mm-hmm. but she, you know, it's funny. And I'm going to say this because. I think it was like six months Mm post-op and Melanie came over and she told me that I needed to celebrate my little wins. Oh, I did. And she had a whole discussion (laughs) about how I needed to celebrate my little wins. And I actually posted a picture on Instagram and I said, a close friend of mine told me that I need to celebrate. So this is me celebrating where I'm at. That's true. I did say that. So... I'm good at giving out take your own goddamn advice. Yeah, so I'm good at giving advice. It's hard to like It is hard to listen to it. No, listen, I like the advice. It's um it's hard to put it in practice for no, me. No, listening to yourself. Oh yeah, listen to myself. It's just like accepting it because I'm like it's because I used to work out so much more. And I told you this. That's yeah. the only reason because like before I still had a full I've had a full time job. I was yeah. going to school full time. Yes. 
And I was doing like almost double days, like two times a, a, a day I would work out. Yeah. And I got, it was nuts. And I loved it. I loved every minute of it. And it's like weird that now I feel like I can't find the time to do even a workout. But what did we talk about? So you're out of your routine. Yes, I know. My world's been upside down. My yeah. whole routine's effed up. Yeah. So I get it. It's just like getting my brain to be okay with it. Well, That's and we're deal. trying. Like yeah. we have started doing yoga together. Yes. So we do yoga on Mondays and Fridays. Mm-hmm. Mondays because that's when we record. Well, what really helped was the lifting of this. So that way we can finally be in the same room together. Yes. That that pretty much cured I a lot of my problems. I think that was really hard for yeah. us. And mm-hmm. we talked about that in our quarantine episode. Yeah. But I think now that we can see each other, we can do walks, yoga. Like we are way more active. Oh, for reals. But keep in mind that if you could wake up one day and go back to what you were doing before, I mean, everybody would take that. Oh, I know. I know. So everybody wants to go back. Yeah. The pre pre pandemic. It doesn't work like that. No, it doesn't. No, I mean like for when you were working out two a days. Oh, I see. Like you're not going to just wake up one day and be like, oh, I'm back to that without doing anything. I know. I have to put in the work. Yeah. It's just now I'm just annoyed with the work. Well, and you put in the work in the beginning when mm-hmm. you were first post op. You didn't wake up and just start doing it. So here's the difference on that is I was told you have to do these things. Mm-hmm. And because then you're going to get your goal. Right. And then mm-hmm. now my problem is, is that like I've already reached that goal and then I've kind of fucked up and gained some weight. And so now I have to like retrain to where like, OK, it's fine. Like I can go like do these things that I was doing before. But now it's it's harder just to like. get. So myself. if I call you every morning and say you have to do this today. Yeah, that helps. Okay. <laughs> but really this go. podcast is helping. It's making me actually like <laughs> be, be accountable. accountable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't hide from anything because no. it's all out there. Well, you guys are watching us yeah. on Instagram, on Facebook. You're seeing everything that we're doing. Mm-hmm. And I want to be good for them. Yeah. So you like, want to be a good role model. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, And you want to be a good role model for Dylan, her oh, son. Yeah. For sure. So, I mean. Oh, he probably thinks I'm super annoying. Oh, because you always tell him. Because I'm correcting everything. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm if this is wrong to, to talk to about. Like, I'm like thorough and like what's in the food and stuff. And mm-hmm. just like why we don't eat these things. Well, and I'm like, that's fine, right? He's 14. I'm not like body shaming. I'm just giving you information. Just be like, no, you can't eat that. It has this in it. This isn't good for you. Ex- I don't think there's so, anything wrong with that. Okay. Because it's Sometimes. not like you don't let him have like treats or like, it's not like you're like nothing. No. No. Like, and that's kinda, he's allowed to have, like, when we went to Chick-fil-A. Right. For my birthday. Like, we went and we brought him home some chicken. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing, like, wrong with having something extra every now and then. Right. And but on a daily basis. That would be the problem. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's kind of why, like, this whole subject of being fat your whole life versus not is a deal for me. Because, mm-hmm. like, I wasn't taught those things like mom and dad didn't like that they weren't like going through the food and figuring out what was like why would you you just needed to feed us yeah like that wasn't the game back then yeah and now like with dylan i'm like is this too much but i feel like because of being like big my whole life i just i felt like i missed out on having all this information so you want to be able and to give so it to him i want to be able to give it to him is my deal i feel like that makes total sense okay i don't think there's anything wrong with making him be self-aware of what you're putting in your mouth and what you are bringing into your home. Yeah, because I'm trying to make sure like the lineage of 
what you put in your body affects how you feel. Yeah. Because I feel like that's a big disconnect for our generation. Completely. Um, Because like they don't really realize, oh, when you eat that McDonald's and then later on you don't feel good. Like that's the reason. That's the correlation of it. Yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah. you're just like, oh, I just don't feel good right now. Like yeah. there's no correlation to it. So people get confused. Yeah. And it's like, no, like just listen to your body. Well, it's, it's, just, it's yeah. a direct line of water and food affects how you feel. Well, an example today. Mm-hmm. Melanie Marco followed me while I was at work because I was coming over here directly after and she had Marcoed me and said asked if I wanted some of her famous scramble mm-hmm. and um, I said of course yes and I was starving but when I was leaving work I felt like I wasn't all there like oh, right you know I almost left my bag with like my laptop and stuff like sitting by the front door of my work you like felt brain dead I felt brain dead yeah. but then as soon as and I was shaky and like I just didn't I wasn't like my top level yeah and then once I came here we ate like did our our workout and stuff like I felt so much better because I had that protein I had that nutrients in my body mm-hmm. so and then as soon as I ate a couple bites, we were talking about it. Yeah, you felt yep so much better. And, and I, I was like, I was brain dead. I think that's the thing is that people didn't realize, or maybe we did and just pushed it away. Where like, okay, so I had the uh, ice cream or something. And mm-hmm. then now I feel like shit later. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that made me feel good in the moment. So I don't want to think that it hurt me. So it's kind of like a mental block. Yeah, it's like you're blocking it out. You're like, nope, that doesn't, that's, that's, that can't be what it is. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I totally agree with that because I've never put two and two together until we had surgery. Until they told me you have to listen to what you, how your body feels. So mm-hmm. when you drink this, let like think about it. Like fifteen minutes later, how mm-hmm. does it feel? You put this food in. Does it agree with you? Because mm-hmm. your lady was all about that. Oh yeah, she was like everybody's different. You never know what's gonna sit well. Mm-hmm. You never know what's like your stomach could totally like something the first couple of months. And then halfway through your post-op, it doesn't like it anymore. Yeah. So you have to pay attention. You have to listen to your body. And so you're so aware of what's going on mm-hmm. and you don't want to overeat. Right. So you're constantly thinking, okay, this is bite number five. Okay. Yeah, am I full? No. Okay. I can have another bite. Okay. Like, and you're waiting. Yeah. I notice I'm thinking a lot. Like I think a lot mm-hmm. more. Oh yeah. And it's not even just about the food and like the process now. Now I just think about everything probably way too much. Right. Because you're always thinking now, like you have mm-hmm. to be prepared and have to think about like what's going to happen next with your food and water. Yep. I like, sometimes I get annoyed with them. Like, can I just not care and not like right. have to be hyper aware of what I'm putting in my body? Cause like. Because Eric had KFC, and I don't really like KFC. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I can't just even, I don't even, there's nothing there that I can have. Mm-hmm. And two, like, even if I do, it's like, it's not, I don't know, it's not worth it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. and then I start thinking about, like, how much every, like, all the calories are. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is so frustrating. You're going into a spiral. Yeah. I'm like, no, but this is why I don't eat you. Yep. <laughs> and exactly. I don't even need to. Yeah. But. Well, I mean, there's so many parts, moving parts to this whole surgery like not only your mind but your body and then you've got to listen to your stomach and then you've got to listen you know all these different parts of it Mm -hmm. and you've got to completely align them and so it makes sense that you just kind of go into this endless spiral of okay how many calories are in that okay i can have four bites of that okay if i don't have this then i can Mm -hmm. have that like it's so annoying i don't like having that inner monologue sometimes i'm just like can i just not think about these things i mean i would love to not have to think about it right 
But we agree. when we didn't think about it, what happened? I know. So, I, know. I mean, I would take thinking about it, then... Then feeling the way that we felt when we were bigger. like shitty yeah. and being overweight and unhappy with my entire life. Yeah, that's true. It's, worth, it's worth it. So. I'll take that over being overweight and unhappy any day. <laughs> okay, so going back to the main topic of... <laughs> yeah, now that we went on that tangent... We don't ever do that. No, I don't never. know what you're talking about. It's totally fine. Yeah. So one of the biggest things I would say, let's see. Oh, like I was always referred to as the bigger girl, like the bigger person in like a group setting. Mm-hmm. So like I think that's the difference that I'm going to go through this uh, kind of history of being a bigger girl as like you're growing up. Well, and in high school. Um, and in high school, because like it's going to be obviously different for you because you were smaller. So like, I don't know mm-hmm. if you saw things the same. Uh, maybe we can relate on a lot of things. It's because like you still have to deal with growing up and be going through puberty. So yeah. I would imagine yeah. we have the same fears and things. Yeah. Um, but it was just like after a while of being referred to as like Big Mal or all, the, all those names or whatever, yeah. like. I was like, that isn't fine. Is a descriptor who cares? We talked about them in season yeah. one. So like that was a thing, but also I didn't realize later on like, oh, that kind of sucked. Like it does suck. It does freaking suck. Yeah. And never really thought about it until like afterwards. Yeah. Like, so that's the thing. Just like growing up and being like the girl. And because like, I know that some, like some of my family members don't think that I was like a bigger girl in high school, but it's so different when you're around smaller skinnier people all day mm-hmm. like you know like you know right away that you're the bigger girl because in high school you didn't deal with that drama did you like with the whole like being referred to as like the fat girl or no but girl i always or... had so i had friends that were thin yeah your and friends were so thin. they were very thin yeah. and so compared to them i was not thin yeah so i think i always had Kind of this self-conscious. Mm-hmm. I mean, but bigger. everybody does. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely felt bigger. Mm-hmm. So when you say like some of the points that you have on your list, like I can, can completely feel because yeah, it was the same. Yeah. I just was a different weight. Right. You still had the same problems. Exactly. Um, maybe not same problems, but you can definitely, definitely relate to stuff. Cause oh, like, yeah. Because, like, I didn't have boyfriends through high school. And that wasn't a thing. My husband was my first boyfriend. Yeah. Cody was. I mm-hmm. didn't, Yeah. He's your first real boyfriend. Yep. I didn't. How crazy. I didn't date. No, you didn't date. But it wasn't because of the weight thing. That was. No, so for I you, just. It's different. I didn't want to commit. So. Yeah. That was the deal. Yeah. Cody was the only one. Yeah. Because I was never looked at, like, I was always the. The guy's girl, like friend, that's a girl. Yeah. Like I was just always, like, there's always a lot more guys around me. Mm-hmm. I, I can, I don't mind that just because girls, I love you girls, but sometimes we're dramatic and I just well, can't handle the dramatics. Hands down. Um, we are dramatic. Like we are 100% dramatic and I totally get it. But yep. it's like men are simpler. Yep. And we'd always have fun together. So like I always became that person. So I was like, we're just always friends. There was we never, always, yeah, good there friends. was never a cross the line thing that ever happened. And yeah. And nor that I even saw them that way, I guess, either, too. Like, there was only maybe a one. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really my husband. So, like, that was, yeah. we we crossed of being friends and being best friends to, like, being together. So, like, yeah. that, that's the one that really crossed over. But, but nothing ever happened, like, in high school. Like, because well, I met Eric out of high school. It's not. It wouldn't. It, that's to, to me, that's different because, like, growing up, like, you, I saw girls that would just go on dates and have fun and be with guys and whatever. And. It just wasn't a thing. Just yeah. like 
It was weird. I didn't. I mean, and I think it was weird for me because I was always friends with older people. Yeah, you were. So number one, guys were always older than me. Mm -hmm. And so when they were 18, 19, 20, I was like 14, 15, 15. 16. Yeah, you're pretty So it was not okay. It's not going to happen. Yeah. And then my friends were always the ones that were asked out or had boyfriends or... Yeah, we can both relate on that. Yeah. yeah. No matter so what. So I never had... I mean, and I always had an issue with my weight because I thought that there was something wrong. Mm-hmm. Because you, know? you were around thinner people. I think that's exactly. the deal is like who you actually hang out with too, to plays a toll mm-hmm. on And your- not that there's, you know, anything wrong with them. Like they, no, they how, didn't do anything. No, it's all our problem. It's, it's all mentally. <laughs> like, yeah, we see it in our head a different way. Right. And then when you talk it out later, you're like, oh, wow, I was stupid. Like, mm-hmm. that doesn't even make any sense. But in our head, it was a very big deal. Oh, for reals. Yeah. For reals. Yeah, because we went to prom together. I think we, we may did. have mentioned this before. Yeah. I don't know. But like. And that picture will never come to light. I'm yeah, sorry. there's a picture floating around somewhere. Nope. Of us. Nope. <laughs> never Back come in out. the day when the internet wasn't a thing. So that's yep. kind of nice. Thank God for that. Um, for a lot of those photos that should never be on the internet. Yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like that. We didn't have boyfriends and do the nope. whole thing. So we had like. I don't know, a group of like, what, 10 of us that always hung out. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like that was, it was a blast to have like that core group. Oh yeah, for sure. I just think um, looking back, I just realized what I missed out because like the weight was an issue and I didn't like, I realized it, but I didn't realize how much of an issue it was, I guess. Until you were writing it out. Yeah. 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 So I was like, fuck. Well, and that's why it's so therapeutic when we do this Mm -hmm. because as we're writing our outlines, Like we only give, we only write down like points that we want to cover, but some of it, when you write it down, you're like, oh, that's an issue. That's a thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, let's delve into that. Yeah. So it's really therapeutic Mm -hmm. for us to come on here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cause that, yeah, that was a thing. It's like, fuck, I wish I would have. I wish I would just know what I know now. Of course, mm-hmm. I think everybody wants this. Well, yeah. And go tell the teenage you, like, hey, just lay off these certain things. Yeah. And you'll be totally fine. Yeah. And then, like, you'll feel attractive and you'll feel, like, I don't know, more confident. Like, the confidence yeah. level. The self-esteem is a lot higher. Well. It's weird because I at the time, I still felt very confident and my self-esteem was high. But, like, I didn't realize, like, there was some sadness Well, you there. didn't know anything different. No. I had no idea. Yeah. Like, so... You don't know what you don't know. Exactly. So talking about attractiveness. Yes. So I was in high school. I was about 170, 180. Right. That's when I met. Well, just out of high school. I met Cody, my husband. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started gaining weight. Right. So I went from 170 and I, I felt generally attractive. Like I knew that obviously... Cody was my boyfriend at the time, but like, I knew that he liked me and he found me attractive. Right. And then when you shoot up, you know, (laughs) a lot, almost, you know. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. About a hundred pounds, give or take. It's, you kind of lose that attractiveness. Like you're like, oh God, I'm just, I'm fat. Like, or like you absolutely do. Cause you know who hits on you? If anybody is like an old man. Oh, thanks for that mental well, picture. I've, that's the, all the, I, I've never had someone buy me a drink. To this day? To this day. Oh. And only dudes at bars that ever hit it on me was old men. Ugh. 
So yeah, that's what's really annoying. Cause yeah. like the whole, cause you're, I get it. You have to be attracted to someone to be with someone, but like sometimes it's just like, can you see past that a little bit? Can you give someone a chance? Like, well, but when you're in like a bar setting, they're only looking for one thing. Well, you'd think it'd be easier (laughs) then. Are you joking me? The fat girls are ready to go. Okay. (laughs) Jeez. So that was on the list. Remember? Yes. That was like okay. ex- explicit. So, hey, if you have any children in your car, turn it off right just, now. Just pause it. Or pause. Yeah, just okay. pause it. Because I told Kelly, are you sure you want me to say this? And mm-hmm. she's like, that's totally fine. Because there is a big stereotype with fat girls. Yes. And apparently the stereotype is that we give good oral sex and you have to live up to that. And it's very annoying because like you either really, you, you, you are, or yeah. people start saying that you're not because... Maybe you're not. And that's like, and they would always relate it to like, well, the fat girls are always supposed to be good because they can't, like, that's how they keep their man. Like that's. Yeah. And that's so ridiculous. It's like. It is. It is. <sighs> there, so that's a thing. there are certain stereotypes yeah. like that, mm-hmm. which is one of the reasons why it's, I'm trying to think what I'm trying to say. I have the thought in my head. <laughs> it's. Why heavier people have such an issue? Right. Because people say shit like that. Mm-hmm. That's exactly yeah. it. Or that you can do anything you want with a fat girl just because like they, they can't get anybody else. Like that's yeah. a thing. And that's holy crap. And the, the some people, people are really mean. That's just um, the deal. There's yes. some really mean people out there. I'm not saying all, everybody believes these things. No. But I'm just saying like that's that's something I had to deal with as a bigger girl in my teens and yep. 20s. Yeah. So. Like that's a stereotype I had to deal with, and it's ridiculous. Yeah, and gross. it is. It it well, it is, and it's like it's it that's a person thing. No you matter know. what weight you're at, you could either be good at head or bad at head. Yeah, like, like that's all. It doesn't. It, it doesn't affect. Like your weight doesn't affect your ability <laughs> to give head. I know. Like at all. <laughs> no, I shouldn't. <laughs> no, I shouldn't. So. No, but Melanie didn't know if she should say that. And I said that we want to be as real as possible. So so there you go. Say whatever you want. Now you can. Now you can unpause (laughs) it for the children. Okay. So um, what's on your list? What's the thing? So feeling the attractiveness. Okay. Yeah. You know, going from kind of attractive to not feeling attractive at all. And then now I've dropped as of this morning, 123 pounds. Yeah. I hit my final goal this morning. So that's it. That's you. I'm accomplished. I'm here. Now I just need to work out. You've arrived. Yeah. I've I've arrived. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, so when you get back to like, I am at, I'm a little lower weight than I was when I met my husband. Yes. Yet I don't feel attractive because my brain either hasn't caught up mm-hmm. or like, I know that certain people talk about like, if you have loose skin, right. It tricks your mind into thinking that you're bigger than you are. And you're having a problem with the skin. Cause now and I'm having a problem with it. Yeah. Cause you said when you were at what? 160, you liked how you looked. Yeah. I didn't really have, I mean, I was, I think about 160 when we started mm-hmm. the podcast. Right. And I remember you asking me that yeah. about the skin. And I was like, no, I don't really have any. Right. And now it's significantly more. Because you've lost 20, some, almost 20 pounds. Yeah, yeah 20, it's gonna, 23 pounds more. I think the only thing we can do is just tone you up with workout and, and yoga and stuff. And I'm totally good with that. Yeah. But you are going to have yeah, to. Yeah, it's, 
Come to a weird acceptance with the skin. And I, I'm slowly getting there. I know. The people slowly. that we follow are amazing because yes. some of them love it and they're in it and they mm-hmm. look amazing. They look so confident in it. Yep. And that's, I know that's probably what you're wanting to well, get to. Well, and I think everybody has kind of their back and forth. So like you can show confidence on an Instagram post or, you know, a Facebook post, mm-hmm. but inside you could be cringing. True. Absolutely. And I've said this before, but we're our own worst critic. Yeah. And you're being one for yourself right I now. I am. Yeah. And the it's the same thing with about you working yeah, out. I know. It's the same exact thing. Like, I know it. Yeah. As you know it in mm-hmm. your head. But, like, we can't make ourselves accept it for some reason. No. And it's, so you can't feel attractive because of all that. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So you're going to have to work on that. Mind just, is a fucking bitch. <laughs> I hate it. Because feeling attractive is a, a bigger deal than I think I ever thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when, like, you never had it before. And then once you have it, you're like, oh, this is weird. Like, yeah. you're doing stuff because you find me attractive. Yep. This is interesting. Yep. I had no idea this This is how this works. <laughs> yeah. Like, I saw it I, yeah. on TV and shit. I was like, but that doesn't work. That's not my yeah. life. Nor did I ever think it ever would be. So it's very interesting when like you put on a dress and just a smile and then all of a sudden people are like opening doors, getting yep. you food, getting you water. I don't know your name. What's happening right now? <laughs> like this is but, odd. But do nice. you think it has a a correlation of being more confident? Oh, of course it that is. That people yeah. like you are looking up and you are smiling and you are like not afraid to meet this person's eyes. Like to smile. Um. I would say that in most people's cases, but I've always been smiley and I always like smile and say hi to people. Yeah. So that's been my personality. So it's just interesting when they're like extra nice. Extra. Extra nice. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like with that dude today on on my posts for Memorial Day, it's like, like, thank you. But I think you don't realize that I'm married or something. Some random dude decided to post on her Facebook photo and be like... What did he say? It's like, like, damn, dark eyes. And then, he, and then you're going to go get some ice cream. And then, and then there was like a heart robot yeah, afterwards. It and was like, bizarre. I was like, thank you. But I'm like, I'm, I'm married. Yeah. This feels weird. So it's just like, yeah. that has never you happened. You just ignore it. Yeah. But, yeah. but like, that could have been a thing growing up that I would have wished I had. Like, now yeah. I'm just experiencing it so much later. It's like, yeah, it's hard for my brain to be like, what do you do now? Like, you can't, like, you, all you just say is thank you. You just keep working. Yep. Exactly. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's literally nothing you can do. You can't stop them or, you know. No, and I like the attention. It's just weird now. Because I didn't, also, I didn't think that I was going to like the attention. Yeah. Um, And I do like it. Well, I think everybody likes a little bit of attention. It's nice to see someone react and be like, oh, okay, you you like. Yeah. Like, this is working. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It feels nice. I get it. It does definitely feel nice because, like, as... Even just like, and yeah, high school and 20s, like I didn't feel like that. Yeah. And then I married Eric. Like we've been together for so long. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah, he finds me attractive and he tells me I'm pretty and beautiful and loves me and stuff. But it's like so weird when other people do it. Yeah. It's just different. Yeah. You're like, well, yeah. Confusing. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm right there with you. So. Um, so that's the thing. So attractiveness is just a huge thing, I think. I, yeah, through, I think so. It doesn't matter how old you are and really how much what your weight is. Well, and you feel, you just gained your attractiveness. Correct. And then I'm bouncing back and forth. 
Yeah, like, which I'm has just to be hard. I'm not it's confusing there. probably for your brain. It's very confusing. Yeah. Like, and there, don't get me wrong. There's sometimes where I take a picture and I'm like, yes, I look <laughs> good. But then there's other times where I just do not see it. Yeah. So, which, um, question for the producer is that an, an everybody thing or is that a girl thing? Like, do you ever have those moments where I bounce back and forth whether or not I feel attracted? Yes, in the uh, mirror. Do dudes constantly. do that too? Okay, so that's a good so it's a human thing. So we all it's a human it. thing. Okay. I like it's good that. to know. It's good. Just so in case you guys are all wondering, it's I just had to ask. It's a human thing. <laughs> Sorry, Marcus. No, no. I, I know, like you're like, good you're doing stuff over there, but I just like threw you, like a curveball. <laughs> yeah. So, do you ever feel insecure in the mirror? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yep. what we do. <laughs> We're so, all in this together. Sweet, yep. sweet. Because I think that's also a thing that we probably forget. Like, oh yeah, guys feel the same thing too. Yeah. We just don't realize that we just think that's yeah. a girl thing. We think, oh, girls are just insecure because we're told we're insecure. Yeah. Or we just. I mean, really. have higher emotions or, but there's some guys that have really high emotions. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, I like your description. It's a human it's thing. It's a human thing. Yeah. So, for the attractive thing, I yeah. want the one night stand. Oh yeah. Cause that Story wouldn't, time. Have, cause that wouldn't <laughs> have happened if it wasn't for me not feeling ever attractive. So the first time I ever felt attractive really was when we were all hanging out with our friend yeah. and it was late at night. Mm-hmm. We were going back to a party we were at Taco Bell. We don't need to <laughs> talk about cool because we're that cool. We were at Taco Bell, guys. We're like three hey, in the morning. We live in Kaiser. Like, yeah. so this there's not much left to open. Last okay, time. We'll tell you how trashy this was. We were at a Taco Bell <laughs> with like eight people at like two in the morning. We weren't even drinking. We were just, no, we were just hanging out. Just chilling, okay? And we go back to a party. And I was with some attractive girlfriends. So I think that's what threw me off was like this dude just came up and was like, I want to sex with you right now. Let's go. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> me? Yeah. I even looked at him and was like, me? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is happening, I guess. Let's just go back here. Yeah. And she just walked back. Yeah. And we were all just Ridiculous. sitting there like, what just happened? Ridiculous. So like that's, if I just felt even an ounce of attractiveness, I probably would have said, no, don't know your name. Don't know yeah. anything about you. Yeah. Did you ever find out his name? No. Oh, okay. I don't know. I probably did then. I don't remember now. I don't remember. Mm-mm. I was there. You were there. <laughs> you were there. I'm trying to remember. And I came out like I just, just disappointed. We were they, Taco they were so nervous because I walk out. And I just, I don't know, I just looked, just, oh. And we laughed. And we just instantly laughed, like, that's yeah. not happening. Because I, I felt dirty afterwards. Like, what the hell did I You're just like, do? Let's go home. Okay. I have to shower. Yep. That's exactly what I did. Yep. <laughs> so... Well, but yeah, that's the thing. Like, when you're bigger, like, you will say yes to almost anything. Because you're just like, oh, you think no one else you're, is you're ever... desperate for that attention. Yeah. So I get, like, the whole stereotype thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, they'll do anything. Because a part of you kind of does. Because you want someone to love you and feel attracted to you. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, if someone's like, he just came up to me, I was like, yeah, let's go. Okay. No one's ever fucking yeah. done that. So, yeah, of course. Yeah. So, I get the stereotype where it comes from. But, yeah, because we're so afraid that no one else will. Yeah. So. Well, and I think that's one of the reasons why divorce. You okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, divorce rate is so high for weight loss surgery patients. Mm. because we, I think you, 
you kind of latch on. And I'm not saying that for everybody. No. There, there's just a rate. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that is. There is a very it's high, a high rate. divorce yeah. rate. Yeah. Because I feel like you find your confidence and you realize, oh, this person that I'm with is not who I want to be with. Right. And there are some people that like Eric, Cody, or Eric, Melanie's husband and Cody, my husband, yeah. that they don't care. No. Like, our relationship is the same What no matter what we were at. I think mine got better. So, mine got closer. We're getting there. Like I think it's the mind has played a lot of tricks with yeah. me. I mean, I've had a lot of time. So, yes. Eric's already had to deal with that. Yes, true. <laughs> so That's a good I've point. I've already been through what you're going through. Yeah. It just takes... The skin thing was not a deal for me. Yeah. Because I'm still not... I have not hit my goal weight. And I don't really have, like, a lot of loose skin. So... Um, and you just start saying, I haven't hit my goal weight yet. Oh, I know yet. Yet. Okay. Because I haven't you hit my will. goal weight yet. There you go. There you go. Good job. Thank you. So, so because yeah, so. I think that some people, they they crave that attention. Mm-hmm. So the first person that gives you attention. Right. You're like, okay. And they, you know, they want to get married. You're like, okay. You're like, just like on mm-hmm. overdrive, just so yeah. confused. You're like, it is- doesn't matter because I'm getting attention. Mm-hmm. And then... You get weight loss surgery, you gain your confidence, you feel better overall, and you're like, what the hell did I do? <laughs> like, or the person you're married to doesn't like the thinner you. That has happened. We've read yeah. stories on that. We which, had a friend. And we also had a friend that was like, I only want big big girls. Yeah. And that was a thing. Yep. And that's a problem. And well, she's like, I want to be healthier. So yeah. and I'm going to be thin. So you're either with me or you're not. Yeah. As far as what we understood of the situation. Yeah. But Which we could be totally wrong. Sorry for wrong. Yeah. Um, but that's how we <laughs> understood it. And it happens, though. I mean, I've read stories that that actually yeah. does happen. Like, yeah. So and I get that. I've, I honor that. I get it. I respect it. Like, yeah. Don't waste time. Like, no, if you don't like me anymore, don't love me anymore. Don't waste time. Me and Eric's had that conversation. Well, and we've talked about that a lot. Like, if you're not in it and you're not 100% with me and in love with me, yeah, like, don't be with me. Mm -mm. Well, and that's, like, after, like, dad dying, like, realizing, like, there is, there's not enough time. There's not enough time. I hear music. Sorry. Car? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways. I was like, Dylan wanted to be playing music. Mm -mm. Okay. No, we have some people that like to drive and bump really loud. Like it's like ni- like it's like in the nineties. You're like first she says you- popping, now she's got bumping. Like what is going on over there? Are you, you confused? <laughs> is it because you're reliving your high school days? Yeah, man, these guys are <laughs> ridiculous in the gut. Let's just go do that right now too. Oh my god! Oh my god, the gut ears. Even that, like gut ears. We can even talk about that. Yeah. Because, like, I hung out with all those people and, like, not one person. Well, I guess one person. So, backstory so everybody understands what the gut is. Oh, true story. Um, it was a, like, what, four-block area Yeah, it's a downtown, downtown Salem. It's a one, one-way block areas. Yeah. And so, basically, people would get into cars and drive in a circle. Yeah, like a race car, basically. <laughs> like, like over and over. And, and people would, that thought that they were fast and furious. Yeah. They would talk shit and... People would have fun just chilling. And then they would park on the side of the road, Mm -hmm. and they would all get out, and we would all hang. Like, we were completely idiots. It was ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. It was innocent. Like It was innocent. No, it was It was At least for us, like, we weren't drinking. (laughs) Like, I wasn't. No judgment on me at all. (laughs) Good to know. So, do you you guys know what the kids are doing now? 
No. Oh, the yeah. kids. Did you really just call them the kids? Look at the man with the mustache. <laughs> the children out there. That's true. Riding around with their cars are um, the, uh, the Salem, what's it, Salem Parkade. Um, okay. Right next to the movie theaters. So yeah. Far, the Marion Parkade. They go to the top of that and rev up their engines and do a little car show for each other and get high. Oh, that's oh. adorable. Isn't it adorable? That's kind of adorable. Oh, wow. It's, it's like, it's. It's like the gut 2.0. Yeah. 50s style shit. Like, yes. you know, we're all going to hang out and check out each other's cars. That is exactly 50s. It's well, that was the gut. That's adorable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So Good to cool. know that they're doing on the doing it on top Something of an arcade, <laughs> and they're bumping their music. Yeah, that was like popping bottles. <laughs> I mean, that was a great time, but like, yeah, there's a lot of people hooking up, and I wasn't one of them. Like, that no. Wasn't, so, I mean, really, know, I just wasn't girly. That was the thing. Like being bigger, it was super hard to be girly. Yeah, at least I felt like it was hard to be girly. I always tried to make you girly. Yeah, well, you were gothic back then. I was gothic. Yeah, it was weird. You would wanted me to be girly, but you were gothic. Hey, I was girly though. Like I wore dresses and low cut shirts That's and true. I was kind of whorish. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. I mean, I didn't like I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, I dressed whorish. There yeah. we go. You know, I didn't see I didn't think that you did, but I could see how people could think that you did. Well, and I think it was the same type of thing as I was craving attention. Right. Yeah. So I dressed like that in well, not the goth. The goth, I didn't want anybody to talk to me. Mm-mm. But yeah, then there yeah. was another side where it was like, I wanted to dress like that. So then I got attention. Mm-hmm. So, which so you knew what you were doing. I know. See, and I didn't know any of that. I didn't know any of those tricks, like how that shit works. No, no. No, I was very just like, I'm just going to wear shirts and pants and yep. call it good and sweaters. Well, but when you think back to our high school years, it, we had fun. I had a blast, but like. I think my wardrobe could have been better. Um, I guess down. like everybody can say that the wardrobe could have been better. I just yeah. wish that I found my girliness that I have now then. Earlier. Yeah. Just earlier, just because like mm-hmm. it's, it is a lot of fun to feel like a girl. Like, well, it's fun to dress up and like get all girly fied and do your hair and do your makeup and then, you know, yeah. put on a dress. Yeah. It's nice. And yeah. I wish I just got to do that earlier because like that's a point on here is like I also was told till I was like, in sixth or seventh grade that I couldn't wear jeans because I was too fat. So um, I had to wear sweatpants or I had to wear those like like really almost like leggings with straps. Yeah. They're elastic band like over your foot. Yeah. Remember those? Stirrups. Stirrups. Were they stirrups? I think they're stirrup pants. Yeah. They were stirrup pants. Yeah. So that's all I could wear because that's what my, uh, unfortunately my mom told me. Yeah. And I remember being like, I want those. I remember I could not explain to her what type of pants that I wanted. Okay. So the way that I explained it though, was, you know, when you, when girls would wear flared pants. Yeah. In the crevice of the knee, it would get all wrinkly right there. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what they're called, but they get all wrinkly right here. And I would show her on the pant leg. She's like, you can't wear pants anyway. And like. That whole story kind of happened. And um, so that didn't help, like, confidence no. level being told that super young that you, you're too fat to be in pants. Yeah. When they, damn it, they make pants. They do. They do make pants for sizes that I was. And I think back then I was probably a 14. Oh, yeah, easily. So. And that's not any, anything like. No. 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 So. Your mom just didn't. I mean, she didn't know, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the deal was then. Good I don't day. know. That could just be a money issue. I don't know what that was. Well, so, I mean, you have, yeah, I could always ask her, but I remember that not helping 
the self-confidence and stuff it, growing up. No. And then being referred to, obviously, as the as bigger the big one. Girl. Yeah. And then never having, not feeling attractive. Like, there's, like, a whole lineage of just, like, yep. being bigger does well, suck. and you lived most of your 20s overweight. As well, yeah. As well. Mm-hmm. Oh, how old were you when you married Eric? I was 22. 22. The first part of your 20s mm-hmm. was spent overweight. Oh, yeah. So like, how did that, because we talked a lot about oh, high school. Yeah, that's so true. So how did so, you feel in your 20s? So that was interesting because like when I, I remember meeting, I didn't know I met Eric's family at the time, but like I was bigger. So they're like, well, I bet she has a great personality. So that's what I get a lot. Oh. Because they're like, well, if they're dating, they're probably just, she's nice or funny or whatever, which I am both. But, yeah. um, but the deal is, is that Suck like, daddy, go back in. <laughs> I don't know. I like her out right now. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> because like, that's how everyone would refer to me. Like I even been heard like even it sucks. Like Eric's didn't, he didn't mean it. In, well, I don't know how he meant it, but there was a time where it was like, well, I mean, I love her. Like, I mean, she's not the attractive, the most attractive person, but I, I love her. And so, like, that doesn't feel good either. Like, so my attractiveness has always been like a... I just cringed, uh, by the way. I know I said it and I feel bad, like, even telling people who well, said that, but it's whatever. And, like, I feel great now. And, like, he's yeah. attracted to me. And, like, and he's yeah. like, no, I'm attracted to you. I wouldn't be with you if I wasn't yeah. attracted to you. He didn't mean it like that. Yeah. So, I was just like... But that's the thing is, like, going through your 20s like that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah sucks because yeah. I never felt pretty even though I like I was called like my dad called me pretty girl but like yeah. I did not feel pretty I didn't know what that was I'm just so glad that you are there now oh yeah like now like I get I get all of that like I yeah. feel feel pretty I feel attractive I have fun yeah. I feel way more energized and confidence is through the roof so yeah obviously obviously <laughs> so it's not a thing but like I think the I don't know, the background, like the being bigger is a lot hard. It's a, it's a mind fuck that you have to deal with because mm-hmm. it's weird being smaller because yeah. you don't know anything different. Well, and you know, like I said before, bouncing back and forth. Yeah. are so different because you get to experience being small and then being big. So you get to, you get the best and worst of both worlds. Exactly. Of, you know? Exactly. So I you, think I couldn't have said it better yeah. because you do yeah. like, I didn't know it in high school, but I did have it pretty good. It was just my own insecurities that were getting at me. Right. And then I know that Cody loves me. Like I never like once worried about that. It Mm -hmm. was just when you gain so much weight over a period of time. And then my thing was, is if I didn't like myself in pictures, I'd gain too much weight. Okay. Especially my face, because I show my weight in my face like crazy. You do get chick cheeks. Yep. They're cute. Yep. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> I think they are. No more. Um, so I would notice, and I would ping pong back and forth. Mm-hmm. So when I gained the weight that I did and I got up to two, like, I don't even think I weighed myself at my highest. And it was probably 275, mm-hmm. 280. When I started noticing in pictures... I'd be like, I, I don't like my face anymore. Yeah. I would start to do something about it. So I would either go to the gym. I would, I did Weight Watchers. I calorie counted. Line. Like that was my line. Yeah. And then when I got sick, sick and I was in bed 24 seven, essentially, um, I didn't have a line Mm-mm. because I didn't take pictures. And I knew I hated myself in pictures, 
but it wasn't like enough to do something about it at that point. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you think that's why you got so good at doing makeup? Oh, yeah. 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 Because I, well, number one, it was the, something I could do for myself where I didn't have to be active. So I wasn't hurting myself. Part of self-care to. Exactly. Take some time. And I think another thing was, is I didn't feel, I felt like it kind of, it was a mask. Yeah. Like it kind of hid that I was not feeling like I felt better about taking pictures of myself. Yeah. Cause you looked great. Like your makeup looks great. <laughs> well, thank you. So I, and now looking back, I'm like, it didn't matter what makeup I was wearing. Like my face was fat, whether I had two pounds of makeup on or not. Like it doesn't matter. If you contoured a little bit more and a yeah. little bit less. Well, now yeah. I'm like, no, no, just put the contour down. Put the <laughs> contour down. Well, now, you know, well now I still contour, but I use a much lighter hand. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So is there anything else you want to add to the non versus? I mean, I think I, my main points were the, the attractiveness because, you know, it's a, it's a battle. Yeah. You know, on a daily basis. I think the the one that we can both relate to that I just found was like people's reactions now, Mm -hmm. like going from big to smaller. Yep. Like that's a thing, which I know that we touched base a little bit on like in season one, but like. For me, it's funny because people don't recognize me. No, but they don't recognize me either. Mm-mm. You're getting that now too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I see people at um, the lock eyes, like at yeah. restaurants, the mall, whatever, yep. and they're just like, I get double takes, and, and they're I'm like, just like, "How do I know you?" Yeah, some yeah. of them will come up, and I'll just be like, "Hey," because I know their names. Like, yeah, I've, I was pretty good with names back then. I still am. Wow, <laughs> I can do first and last. It's crazy, but I mean, I literally used to ask Melanie. Do I know them? Oh, she would. Mm-hmm. She would not know these people. I'd be like, no, you don't know her. Oh, no. We just hung out with her like last week. Yeah. I didn't and know people's her names. full name and everything. She's nope. like, okay, do we like her? Yep. All right. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> exactly. Because yeah. if we didn't like her, I didn't know. <laughs> She's like, just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you're hilarious. Well, but and now. yeah, I think the reaction I do. So I will say like getting the reaction now that I get from people is very nice good like you realize it like and we've kind of touched on this a little bit in other episodes but we like it's nice to be able to have somebody come up to you and be like you look really great yeah like that boosts your confidence and then i mean then you look in the mirror and you're like oh dang it that body dysmorphia is still there (laughs) yeah it's gonna be how did you feel with being big though? When when you're like posting photos or being around people, like how was it? How yeah? How was that transition from going okay. small to fat? So because mine just happened. <laughs> right. I don't know. What yeah, time I you was don't at. you don't know the difference between yes. like growing up thin, right, to being overweight to being thin again. Yeah, no idea. So, so. when I because pictures are my life, everybody in my my world knows that like mm-hmm. I like to document everything. So when I would take pictures of myself, I would probably take 20 photos. Okay. That's just to get the correct angle that I did not look fat. Okay. Then I would put it into Facetune and which is like a photo editing app. Okay. Thank and you. It, Cause I don't know. And it like detects where your face is and you can make your face smaller. What? Yeah. So I would go on. So some of the photos that I edited, Mm -hmm. like my face was way bigger. Okay. 
or okay. I would go in and like thin out stuff. Like, wow. I was like obsessive with making sure that I did not look fat, even though I looked fat because yeah. like, I was fat. Yeah. Like when I look back, I'm like, yeah, I was fat. I don't know. I know when to like, like, yeah. 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 It's the same type of thing. Like, why did nobody tell me that I gained a hundred pounds? Yeah. Like, what is going on with this world yeah. that you didn't tell we me? Notice, like I noticed, I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh no. I remember coming home and talking to Eric. I'm like, Kelly's not doing it so good. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, she's bigger. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, she's bigger than last time. And yeah. he goes, oh no. Yeah. I was like, how is she mentally? I'm like, not good right now. No. And that's how I knew. I just didn't know like what to do to bring you out of it. Cause yeah. like. Well, I just, and I didn't know either. Mm-mm. No. I was fur- fully immersed in living within the four walls of my bedroom. Yeah. Cause I told you all the time, like no gluten that's killing your lupus. Mm-hmm. Like you got to cut out the bread and the sugars. Yep. And you're like, I know, I know. And I get like, I get that, I, that mindset. Cause mm-hmm. you know, but it's like you, the one thing you can control was, was food. food. So you did. I mean, it's a very common occurrence that people turn to food to control what's going on in their lives. Yeah. Like, you, you couldn't leave the house. Nope. So when did you realize you were getting big? Like what, was there like a weight that you got on the scale or was there a photo that you so, saw? There was a photo. What is, like there, was there a moment of that? We went to, it was the moment that I decided to have surgery. Oh, okay. Like I knew I was gaining weight. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was not, like, that was very apparent in my brain. Right. Because my doctors, every month when I went in and did an infusion, you had to get weighed. Mm. So, I saw that the weight was climbing. Okay. But I had this weird view of myself that I wasn't as big as I was. Oh, been there. Yep. Okay. Yep. So, my doctor had mentioned weight loss surgery several times. It was over, like, a two-year period. Yeah, I remember you told me a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. And I was not ready. No. I knew I wasn't ready. And I thank the Lord that I didn't do it then because I probably wouldn't be as ex- as successful as I am now. Yeah. Because I was not ready. And I know that. She had mentioned it again. And then I went on a trip to Missouri to visit friends. Okay. And I remember my feet swelling like yeah. twice their size. And of course, I blamed it on my... My autoimmune disorders, well, I, mean, I was it didn't like, help, but. well, no, and I still swell. Yeah. But I don't swell like that. No. Because I do what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. But I was also on a vacation where I was like, I can eat whatever I want. Yeah, you can do what I want. Yeah. I'm going to eat cheddars three times a day and mm. I'm going to have those. So cheddars is Missouri area and it is delicious, by the way. <laughs> I love it. If I could have had a good by meal, meal there, I would have. Yeah. Um, but they have these, they're croissants that they put. It's like this butter, melted butter frosting thing over the top of them. Okay. And you order them and you get like five in an order. I would eat them all. Oh. I'm not even joking. Okay. You. So that's not for the so, table. No. That's for That Kelly. was for me. Got it. Yeah. Got it. So, and sometimes I would share, but you know, (laughs) (laughs) no, but I understand that, but it was like, that was what I wanted. And I justified it by being on vacation. Right. Like I can do this. I'm on vacation. I'm going to eat what I want because when I get home, I'll eat fine. I didn't eat fine. When I got home, I Mm -mm. ate the same crap, just a different location. Right. Like, so your body still goes with you. Exactly. It doesn't doesn't know it's on vacation. Like I'm literally like, no, that body stays there. Right. I mean, Unless your body now knows that you just treat it like shit on vacation. Exactly. So. Which, yeah, 
Which I think we kind of do. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. Um, so my little sister had her birthday party. Mm-hmm. It, I dressed up. I got my makeup all done. I did my hair. Like I was feeling good. Mm-hmm. And then my mom took a picture of me and Cody and I looked massive. Okay. This was the same year as my sister got married. Okay. So we hadn't gotten those photos back. I knew I looked big. But I didn't realize it until that moment. Yeah. And I looked at that photo and I was like, I'm doing something about this. Like, and so I, that's the photo. Yeah. And Did you, I thought you took a picture in Missouri. There were a couple ones in Missouri okay. that like, like I said, I knew I looked big, but then there was other moments where I was like, I'm not that big. I don't, I don't oh, yeah. see it. Like the video of, um. Eric shooting a bottle rocket through the house. Yep. And then I walk out and walk back in. You see, that's full Melanie. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. That is a lot of Melanie. <laughs> I did not realize. No. Like, you just don't. You don't. I have no idea. That's what I look like from the side. Woo. Nope. Maybe. Hmm. Yep. Yep. So, that was exactly it. And I, I've done a couple side by sides with those photos. Yeah. I feel very proud of myself of how far I've come. You should. And then the other shoe drops in my brain. And it's like, no, you still have more work to do. Oh. Because you're not there yet. Right. And But then I'm like, no, I've literally made it. Like, I'm here. You fully have. I'm you done. You your goal weight. Yeah. And I, I told you, once I hit my 141, I don't want to lose anymore. That's true. This is the bottom. So now you just, we're going to tone you up. Well, and I got to eat. Yeah. So more than I have cashews one and last baby thing. Yes. I think I have one last thing. Okay. What is it? Let's talk. Sharing clothes. Yes. So there's a couple of sharing clothes and then just feeling exhausted after doing like little projects. Definitely the exhaustion one. So I just missed like the whole like, cause we, we were girlfriends. We had like four, it was four of us. It was, or mm-hmm. five. It was me, you, Steph, Tara, and Kathy. Mm-hmm. And we cared about each other. We loved each other. We hung out all the time yeah. and we couldn't share clothes and like. I wish that we could have, no. because that's definitely like a girly thing that like you get to do. Well, we do as that now, and we do that now. Yeah. yeah, but it's like it's so weird not getting that experience. Because then, yeah. like when because now that we do, I feel like a little girl. I'm just like I got something from Kelly, <laughs> and it's just so ridiculous. Exactly. I feel goofy, but I'm like, yeah. it's fine. I still feel good about it. But that was definitely like a thing that I it's wish definitely hard. We yeah. could have experienced. I remember doing that with a couple of my thinner friends when I was like 16, like I couldn't wear their clothes. Mm -mm. They were like extra small. And I was a like large, a medium large. Yeah. So there was no way I was fitting into one of their shirts. No. And I remember one day we decided we were going to go on a walk and take pictures. So, and this is like film camera, like, okay. I had stayed the night there and then they wanted, like I tried to fit into one of their shirts. No. It was not a good idea. No, that can't feel good. Like, you know, in your head, they're like, why are they giving this to me? I can't fit in this. Yeah. I mean, it was not fun. And like trying to, they're like, oh, this one's bigger. Like, yeah, that thought doesn't help. And then like, no one can ever dress you up. Like, that's a thing. Well, and that was the whole point is that they wanted to do hair and makeup and like get all dressed up. Yeah. But I couldn't share their clothes. Mm Mm-mm. So it's like, I need a, I need my own wardrobe guys. Yep. Exactly. So, so I totally completely relate to you yeah. on that one. And then the projects, just like anything around the house, like stuff that we and you've been doing around yeah. the house, we could have never done before. No. So like I'm not. moving logs and 
Jump yeah, it you, up stuff and well, sh- this crazy girl ran two miles yesterday. Over the, yesterday, and then came home and did all this yard work. Yep, and then cleaned the whole house. Yep, she's crazy. It was a good time. I felt accomplished. I, I felt great. I did do so. My husband and I built a. Well, <laughs> I say we. Um, we got a pergola and deck built, but I did help. Put the decking things yeah. down. And so, you could not have done that before. And that's a technical term. Decking things. Decking things. That's yeah. an NSV. Yeah. Well, not decking things, but <laughs> <laughs> you put in the words there, though. Yes. Yeah, no, I couldn't have done that before. Mm-mm. There's no way. And I was like, I'm burnt to shit now, but I couldn't have done it. No. There's no way I could have sat in the sun for that long. Because we did the deck. And then we sat out all the rest of the day. I didn't go to bed until we didn't lay down until like seven or eight. But we were up like working on the deck at eight in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just early birds. Yep. So. Well, and I was up at three. So well, I'm proud of you. Thank that's you. Pretty cool. Thank you. So. And I'm proud of how far you've come. Thank you. Whether you see it or not, you have come way far from that high school Melanie. Thank you. That and helps. you are way more confident, way more attractive, and you will get to your goal weight. It's going to happen. Even if I have to beat you unconscious, <laughs> it'll happen. I mean, just cut it off. It's fine. Yeah. And just remember, like, if you're in the spot that Melanie's in where you are working and you're trying, just remember, like, I posted something today that even though I've hit my goal weight, the journey's not over. No, it's not. It's never over. So even if you are frustrated with your workout or frustrated with your eating just remember keep trying you will get there right it's just like i can't lose weight like you guys anymore so like it's hard to Mm -hmm. see the effect of all the work i'm putting into it and not getting that gratification so quickly yeah because back then i would get it quick like you guys know you lose five pounds in a freaking week yeah now i'm like if i'm like move the scale at all or half a pound to a pound it's just like it's annoying. It's just it is frustrating. We're in this quarantine to where like I used to walk just at work. Yeah. You know, almost like two or three miles. And so mm-hmm. now I have to like try to get what I used to get plus yeah. more to lose weight. Yeah. So I have to really focus more actually on the food part, which is what I've been doing. You have she's been doing like protein, amazing. protein, protein. Amazing. So she went back more. to the original diet, diet yeah. that basically we do when we first come out yeah. of surgery. Mm-hmm. Like when we allowed to eat food. We don't. After soft foods. You got it. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. You're not eating a steak like day one. So. Um, I am today. Well, maybe not today, but tomorrow. Steak. (laughs) She like rubbed her belly when she did that. I love me some steak. I know. I'm right there. Ribeyes, man. That's my jam. I love steak. Um, So so yeah, just remember positivity goes a long way. And just remember my journey is not over. Yeah, it's not. It just keep trying every day. Even if it's like you ate one healthy meal today. Like, give yourself props. You ate one healthy meal. Yeah, at least you got that down. Yeah. And there's a quote that I absolutely love that even if all you did today was breathe, it's okay. Oh. So just remember, guys. It's a great way to end this. Yes. Yeah. Even if all you did was breathe, you, you did something. Right. You're okay. You're okay. Just keep trying. It is okay. Yep. All right. All right. Thanks. Signing off. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Love y'all. 
Hey listeners, if you enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform you get your podcast. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Join us on patreon.com forward slash OSLP where you can get exclusive content. We would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logo, Eric Vaughn for our music, Nick Dukes for our graphic and web designs, and of course, the most amazing producer in the world, Marcus with Juniper Productions. Thanks for listening to Our Sleep Life, a podcast for patients by patients.